0: Dear Lord Let's impact another leader Ladies and gentlemen You are now tuned in to the We Are Leaders Podcast Where leaders around the globe (laughs) Are declaring today that You know what I am a leader And these people Are individuals who are always looking for growth They're looking to improve In their situation If that's you You've tuned into the correct platform The people who listen to this I'm going to be honest They're brick wall runners They run through brick walls And they believe that We can build leadership through faith principles This is what this platform is about Building leaders through faith principles my ladies I'm excited for today's message the Lord placed on my heart a notebook that I was literally journaling in so heavy last year in 2019 during the summertime and one of the most powerful things about this notebook is that there was so much revelation in this book and I knew I was going to do something with it and I originally thought, my leaders, that it was going to be just videos, right? I was going to do videos, YouTube. If you're not subscribed to that, subscribe to that right now. Jai Jai's mic. Share the last message, my leader. But today's about love is patient in this book. Though, it's a nice little journal that I bought from CVS. And it says, most of all, let love guide your life. And when I looked at the the cover of it, I just knew that this was going to be a book that was going to speak to me deeply. I mean, I knew Revelation was coming and God is placed on my heart. Open this book. Open this book and don't just read the contents in this book. I need you to share what's in this book. I need you to share the revelation. So, my leader, today, love is patient. Love is patient. Agape. Patience is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. I remember very specifically being led to love. Like what is the attribute of love? And during this time, I'm in a season where I was getting to know more about myself because I was in a relationship. And during this time in a relationship, me and this other individual had departed ways. Non-verbally. It was just something that was just kind of happening. It was just happening. It was a, a separation. And I, I started to feel in my spirit this place of impatience. Like I wanted to know what was going on. Why was I feeling bothered? And the Lord showed me something about patience. And I started to write down. What the Holy Spirit was revealing to me more and more and more. I started to study and research What is patience and why is patience a fruit of the Holy Spirit? Impatience is a fruit of selfishness and selfish is simply an ugly, accurate description of my fallen, depraved nature, which wants all creation to serve me. Selfishness is the real archenemy of love. Selfishness seeks its own private happiness at the expense of others. Love seeks its happiness in the happiness of the beloved. It will even suffer and die for the beloved in order that its joy might be full in the life, in the purity of the beloved. Love is patience because patience is a dying to selfishness. And when you think about how love suffers, and will die for the beloved in order that its joy might be full in the life and the purity of the beloved. Think about Jesus. A friend today mentioned how Jesus Christ. When he was speaking to the father. Really truly acts, you know, there if there's another way, <laughs> is there another way? But if not Then let your will be done Not my will But your will Jesus understood The magnitude of the sacrifice That he was making For you and I I mean you put me in Jesus shoes I mean I don't know about you but I'm like, hey, I don't know about this. <laughs> hey, look, hey, Father, I know we we plan this out. You know, I've been, I've been, you know, walking around Galilee and all of these spaces, healing your people, even people that didn't know you. But um, Jesus, the Jesus that I am, Father, God. This this right here is too much. I I don't know if I could do this cross thing. I don't know if I could do this cross thing. Like you know I you know you know I got all power. <laughs> I got all power, God. But this this crucif- ooh, when I just think about it, you know, think about it. Jesus knew in detail what was going to take place. That's why he was telling the disciples, and when they heard, they were like, "Oh my gosh, that has to be the devil. We're not gonna allow you." And time after time, Jesus is like, no, nah, this, is, this is what I'm, I'm here to do. This is a part of love. <laughs> he was teaching us an act of selfishness. This is an act of love. If I'm selfish, I won't do these things. Do I won't receive the Holy Spirit. Love is patient because patience is the dying to selfishness. It is the belief that in this dying We will find greater joy In the joy Of the ones we are seeking to love Mm. God and neighbors It's one of the Commandments that we fulfill Love your neighbors As yourself So part of loving ourselves also requires that we practice patience, not selfishness. Because if I love myself in a selfish manner, there's no way I can love you. Love your neighbor as thyself. Like, dang, I'm a selfish being. How can I love this person? I'm going to love this person in selfish ways. Just straight up impatient. I won't have the ability to truly connect with others the way that Jesus would have connected with them. God is looking to rid me of my selfishness in this relationship. Once again, that word, rid me. Of this thing This this level of impatience that I'm showing The need for An immediate answer In this patience There is a change of heart I'm going to read you some verses About this Patiently bearing with one another In love This is Ephesians 4 2. I'm going to read that again Patiently bearing With one another In in love 1st Thessalonians Chapter 514 Patient With them all The idle Faint hearted And weak mm. The idle Faint hearted Weak Supposed to be patient With these people as well Hmm Second Timothy four two. reproving, rebuking and exhorting with complete patience. I'm going to correct people with patience. I'm going to rebuke. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Reprove of what you're doing patience. I'm going to right? I'm going to encourage you knowing that even with this encouragement, you may not take the necessary positive actions. That you need to take immediately. Right? Because my, my impatience once again wants you to take correct action immediately. One thing I've recognized as a life coach. With the people who I've been blessed and have the opportunity to help build their faith. Is i recognize I have to be patient. I have to be what 2 Timothy 4.2 says. I have to show complete patience. Knowing that although the things that I'm saying are very good. As far as advice that will practically change their outcomes. I have to understand that this is not going to happen overnight. This is not. They're not going to make a change immediately. It's going to take some time. And I have to allow patience to show its results. I even had somebody tell me. They they told me straight up. They said, Jack, I'm going to be honest with you. They looked me in the eye. They said, Jack, where I'm at right now, I'm going to be completely honest. I I hear you. But I just, because of where my faith is right now, I don't feel you. I don't feel like I can do this. Like I know what I need to do. I just don't feel like I can. I don't feel like it's going to do nothing. And I'm looking at this person. I'm like, look, I hear you. I hear. You. I, I was there. I was there where I really couldn't feel this love and this transformation that I, that I truly desired to feel. I was there. I was there. I was there. And I just told this person, look, you're in that space right now. I get it. But I'm gonna be praying for you because I got full faith that this place of emotional disconnection, this this space right here, I, I have full faith that in time it's gonna change. Like your what it is, it's a hardened heart. When we our heart has been hardened, it's hard to really do. The things that we need to do. Our heart is hardened. We want what we want. We desire what we desire. We're once again, we're selfish. <laughs> we are selfish. Ja, you are selfish. And so now moving forward, second Timothy four two. Reproving, rebuking, and exhorting with complete patience. Don't expect to see immediate results. You may be in a situation where you're right. You are correct. You may have a spouse. You may have an individual. You may have a family member. And y'all got into this argument. But you know you rebuking. You know you are right. As a leader. You know you're right. And maybe you're not always right. But it says. Complete. Patience. Full. Romans 12, 12. Patience in tribulation. What is that word tribulation? God, we're talking about love is patient. Why why are we reading Romans 12, 12? Patience in tribulation. Patience. What is the word tribulation? We got to break that down. Burden. Burden, which is worries. Affliction, anxiety, patience in burden, patience in worry, patience in affliction, patience in hardship, patience in trauma, patience in difficulty, and patience in anxiety. Patience in anxiety. The reason why we need to read about us having patience, because once again, if love is Patient we need to learn how To practice patience In the reality The realms in which we experience Life There's going to be times in life where we're worried We're going through some type of trauma Traumatic experience There's going to be some times where we're going through afflictions And burdens and we're just worried up to our minds Look at the state of the world that we're in With COVID-19 there's going to be times where we're just We're anxious We don't know how we're going to pay that next bill this is real thing. We don't know that the stimulus checks, all of this stuff that's taken. Fed, we don't know how we are gonna pay that next bill. They talking about we have been furloughed, and then we come back. Hey, they said no, nah, no. Nah, I didn't say furlough. I said let go. <laughs> how you get? How you get let go from furlough? They making jokes like this is a game. You thought you been furloughed? They say no. We, uh, you've been let go. He, he rhyming. We got to be patient in difficulty. What difficult situation are you going through right now? Are you just going through difficulties with a with, with impatience? With impulsivity, you snapping at everybody? Because of your situation, you just snapping at it. You cursing everybody out. That's not that's not love. That's not that's not proving to yourself that you love yourself. All of this goes back to loving yourself. If you can't do it for anybody else, do it for you. Cause in improving yourself, you're then Improving how you can love other people. Are you just some impatient person? Selfish, selfish. What God is saying here patience and tribulation. When we're not patient in affliction and in hardship during traumatic experience, as hard as it is, and we're not practicing this level of patience, what God is speaking to us is we're selfish selfish because did not jesus christ suffer all of these things yet still walk through every single last thing anxiety number one of knowing exactly the intricate details the meticulous nature of how he would have to suffer not just Boom, I'm on a cross. No, the way he had to carry his cross, thorn on the heads, nailed on the sides, on his hands. Like, he knew the ick, the lashes on the back. I mean, he knew this is, I mean, if I knew that was about to happen tomorrow, bro. Pure anxiety. I'm running. Selfishness. Second Corinthians chapter one verse six patiently enduring suffering. This has to be in the Bible because this is a representation of Jesus Christ. Patiently in think about this. Pa, I am patiently enduring suffering. That is, that is, that sounds wacky to me. <laughs> My leaders, you telling me. That during, now this is during our suffering, we're called to patiently endure. A friend uh, made me write the a verse down. Well, she looked up the definition for endurance. And this is what endurance is. Endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. We are called to patiently endure an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving away. Look at the times. This is crazy how much this is, wow, love is patient. Look at the times right now. Would, could you agree, would you agree with me or not that this is a unpleasant time right now, this pandemic? Would you agree that this is a difficult process? Some cities worse than others, some countries worse than others. But wouldn't you agree that this is a difficult process? Process An unfortunate situation and we'll call it the what? Once again what's that word? Patiently endure sufferings. Second Corinthians one six. Look that up, my leader. Patiently enduring evil. Second Timothy two. 24 second timothy 2 24 patiently enduring evil wow it's crazy because as i was doing uh love is patient just writing these notes down the lord just had me look up scriptures on patience and there's so many so many and now I'm just slowing it down. You know, I'm from Houston, so I like the chop and screw down. I'm slowing it down, patiently enduring evil, my Lord. Imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise mm mm -mm. Once again, through faith and patience, Hebrews 6.12, we are called to be imitators of those who through faith, once again, my leaders who is building their faith principle right now, this is through faith. Why is through faith important? Let me stop there. If you're wondering, if I'm breathing like hard, I just, I finished this 10-mile run today, and your boy, let me tell you right now, Your boy's about to go to sleep. But I said, nah, I got I to gotta do this podcast, y'all. I got to do this podcast. Ten miles today. It was a good run. It was a good run. The uh, police had stopped me. Police stopped me today. They were on bikes in the city of Austin. Like four cops. Like five. I think it was like four or five cops on a bike. And um, I had just finished crossing the street. And i was dribbling on the street it was a closed road but i was dribbling on the street nonetheless and i had my headphones in and so uh, i felt the i felt something behind me and it was a cop on the bike riding slow and so i look back on the i look back and as i'm looking back i see a cop like i guess he, he was waving me down to stop me and so i take my my headphones out <laughs> And the guy, I guess he's more he was furious. He was like, you know, you are, you are hereby detained. You know, I was waving you. I was telling you to stop for the last 20 seconds. And he was kind of exaggerating. Um, he was telling me to stop for the last 20 seconds. I didn't hear him. I had my headphones in. And so not nothing really he could say. He's like, you know, you're on the street, and I'm telling you to, you know, you got to get on the sidewalk. And so I didn't say too much. I said, okay. But he just kept going back to the fact that, you know, I was calling you for, you know, 20 seconds. (laughs) I was just looking at him like, hey, man, I'm in the zone. I'm dribbling my basketball. I'm on this run. You know, it's a dead road. In my head, I'm thinking all these things that I could say. But the Lord didn't allow me to do that, you know. He didn't allow me to do that. I was just called to be calm, relaxed, and once again, patient. Patient while I was getting rebuked. You know, I was getting rebuked. And, you know, part of my, my selfish way, I wanted to, like, get into an argument. You know, that's the old me. The old me, the old selfish guy who needs to be correct all the time or prove somebody wrong or make somebody look foolish. That part of me was in me. It was like, oh, get him, get him, get him, get him. Look at his boys over there. They know, they know this is unnecessary. And, I, you know, then another part of me was like, hey, this this is a man of authority right now. Let me show respect. And if anything happened after that out of me showing respect, then then we could escalate things. <laughs> but I said, nah, let me show respect. I'm getting reproofed here and because I'm not supposed to be on the street. Hey. You know, so I didn't say too much. I just let him speak. And I got off the street, you know, got off the street. And continue my, my beautiful run on a beautiful day. You know, not knowing that I was even gonna use that example in this message, but it showed me another reason why I need to be patient. You know, the old me the old me, let me tell you, the me from three, four years ago would have cursed that cop smooth out. I'll be honest with y'all, man. <laughs> Before the truly saved job, I would've I would've caused the problem. And the Lord has delivered me from that because, you know, look at what's going on in the world right now. You know, it's not a time to be getting into any debacles with cops when people are losing their lives left to right. And I'm just glad God ridded me of that anger and allowed me to put it into passion. Because there would be many times where I would get myself in trouble due to selfishness. Needing to gratify my mood. Whew yeah, I just you know, you know how it feels my leader? When you when you you in an argument and this is the old leader that's listening, this is not the leader that's listening right now. You know, I'm pretty sure if you're listening right now, you've you've changed so much, you sit next to Jesus. <laughs> Your actions are so pure right now. I'm talking to the pure leader right now. But you remember how you were in the past? When you just got an argument and you just, ooh, you got him. You just felt kind of good. And even the times where you know you could have said something better. And so you're thinking about and you're rehearsing the argument. And two, three hours later, you're you thinking of more things you could have said. Like, God wants to rid us of all that. Because it's, it's, it's a nonsense. It's a waste of time. You know, while I was running, you know, Part of me, that old me, was just itching. It was, I was talking to my, and I talk to myself all the time. But I was talking to myself like, yo, job, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? You know, dang, man, why didn't you? <laughs> I just kept thinking, nah, it's pointless. It's pointless. It's pointless. So. Psalms 37. 7. Says, still before the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. James five seven, patient until the coming of the Lord. And what I had to write down after just reading these is, and for my example today of the cops detaining me, but well, they didn't like put no cuffs on me. He just said it, you know, you are you are now detained. <laughs> I wrote down, patience requires both faith so and humility. So first, why faith? Because faith is where our hope lies. Faith is, once again, Hebrews 11 verse 1, right? The substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So if my patience requires both faith and humility. The only reason I can even be humble is knowing the promise, right, of my inheritance through Jesus Christ. Knowing through faith the person that I'm becoming and the person who is already complete. I always think about it. In my faith, I think about the person who's complete. There's a completed version of me, and this, and I often think when if this completed version of me were in this circumstance, would I do what I'm about to do right now? And a lot of times, the answer is no. When it's sin, when it's wrong, that's where the humility comes in. Where it's like you humble yourself. Because you respect. Humility respects faith. It's like, ooh, let me humble myself here. I had to humble myself. The old job had no humility. This coach job is more humble than he's ever been. Still working on my humility. And my leader, I, I, I ask you right now that you, through faith, Allow faith to increase your level of humility There's always more to learn There's always a better moral character To present Patience requires both faith and humility It requires that whenever things go differently Than we envision or wish We believe that God is working all things for good Romans eight twenty eight that he will complete all the good things he begins, Ooh. and that we can trust him because our understanding is incomplete and inaccurate at best. This is Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six. Think about this. Just let's open up to Proverbs, y'all. And I'm giving y'all some verses, y'all. I'm giving y'all some verses right now. Just because I know it's gonna speak to you. It's gonna speak to your soul. Your soul been waiting for this all day. When that new we are leaders gonna drop. <laughs> I'm trying to go daily, y'all. The God is working on my discipline. And it will happen in Jesus' mighty name. When I go, when I go daily, just know that something very great is going on in my life. So, Proverbs 3, chapter 3, 5 through 6. So, 5, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be helped to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. So let's read this again. And I always I always think about this. It requires that whenever things go differently than we envision or wish. And I spoke about this yesterday when my my bike wheel popped and I was I was planning on doing all of these favors And the wheel just busted. And that was my money. At least that source of income. Completely out the window. And I always say to myself. When something like that just happens. I'm always like man. Especially when I have a plan. I'm always like okay God got a better plan here. (laughs) God clearly has a better plan. So let me have enough humility to just submit to it. I don't know what it is. But I know God has a better plan. And he's going to show me. And it's going to work out for my good. And it's going to do something. that's going to shift my perspective in the space that it needs to be shifted. He will complete all the good things. He begins Philippians chapter one, verse six. So we need to learn to trust God in these situations. Like right now, you're in a scenario, my leader, where God is really telling you, look, in order for you to not be in this space of being burdened with so much worry because it's, it's so self-centered right now is just trust that he's using this to build something, to do something in you. You got to tap into the God conscious. That's why our our mental, a lot of times will eventually give in to what our body is feeling these nerves and these like you got to tap into this god conscious like today before i even went out on the run my body has so much energy i mean so much that it was unnerving like god what i do with all this energy like i was just like what is who what am i feeling right now and immediately and i didn't even want to do this but just something just said pray I didn't even have to pray for 10 minutes. It's like the moment I said pray and I got on my knees. It literally took less than one second for God to prompt my spirit. Boom, run. What? Like I wasn't even thinking about running. The moment I got on my knees and I said, you know what? Let me give God this anxious energy. (laughs) God was like, I don't want to hold it. Go run. But the moment I got on my knees, man. Boom, run. And dude, when I tell you this podcast wouldn't even have happened today if I had not gone on that run. And just listened to the spirit. So this is trusting that God is going to give you solutions. God is going to give you answers at the appropriate time. And so in that notebook, I also wrote, patience is not passive. It is just a relentless trust in all that we do and all that we cannot do. That God will deal with everything in perfect justice. This is Deuteronomy 32.4. That talks about justice. He will accomplish all his purposes. Therefore we do not need to get angry. He will accomplish all his purposes. This is Isaiah 46.10. He will accomplish all his purposes unlike us love is patient because God is patient the Lord is merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love Psalms 103.8. When we are tempted to be impatient. That is our invitation to love. We are tempted to be impatient. Remember. When you are impatient. You are being selfish. The only way to know. This. That impatience. Like there's a different level of impatience and impulsivity all impulsivity is not bad when it's given to you by the holy spirit but there's certain times where you know you just being impatient right now and also there's sometimes where you feel like let's just keep it real (laughs) let's keep it real let's keep it real there's other times when you feel like you know huh okay God, you know, I I think I've been waiting for a while now. I think I've been waiting for a while. God, um, I need you to show up. And once again, we're, we're predicating things on our timing. It's not our timing. It's God's timing. When we are tempted to be impatient, that is our invitation to bloom, to love. And we bloom when we love. These notes were inspired by John Bloom, uh, Bible study notes. And one of the first Bible studies that I I read was on love and so much revelation in this, so much scriptures that I had to go back and tackle. And in between all of these notes, so much revelation. But it was inspired by John Bloom, Bible study. Other books from John Bloom is Not By Sight, Things Not Seen, and Don't Follow Your Heart. (laughs) I may pick that book up from Amazon. I put that down for a reason, but I may pick up Not By Sight first because I think vision is something I'm really working to just, yo, God, show me your lens. Ooh, God, show me your lens and allow me to desire Your lens, show it to me. Please, please, please. So my leader, today on love is patient. I want you to practice right now, truly identifying on a sheet of paper. You know, uh, writing is a psychoneuromotor activity, which causes us to focus deeper. So I always tell you all to write down things. Get a notebook. If you're listening to a We Are Leaders podcast, one thing I recommend, get like a beautiful, sexy journal from the store. Custom made. Get you one. Title that thing, We Are Leaders. And just get ready to just start taking mad notes. You know, and write down thoughts and revelations after each podcast. This is about building our faith. And how do we build our faith? We got we to gotta hop into the word of God of how we do it. This cleanses us. It's cleansing you. It's cleansing me. If I teach it, if I speak it, how do you increase in your faith? By hearing. And I want to I wanna add something to this before I go. Now, let me see if it's relative. Moses. Hmm. Now that's another message on Wander. So we're not going to talk about that just yet. But I'm going to close this one out. Okay. And my ladies, let's pray. It's going to be a quick prayer. But I want you to feel like this is us right now. This is you. This is me. This is I. Dear God. grant us leaders the supernatural ability to remain patient during times of frustration and need dear lord give us the ability to yearn your connection when we get impulsive and impatient God. Dear Father, we need your spirit to cover us in our selfish and self-centered ways. God, we are yours. And you have called us to understand your ways in order to be a prime example for your way of loving. Not by our ways. By our human ways. Our human ways are flawed. Our flesh is flawed. Yours is perfect. God. We are choosing today to end your suffering known as patience. Dear God, we cannot do this without you. And we need constant reminders that love is patient. And when I start to get weak, I am strong. Because you have made us strong. We are not selfish. We are loving. And we are patient because you are patient. Dear God, we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray.